Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York. It's another college hockey-centric edition of the podcast, the first of 2022, and we have a lot to discuss. Before we do that, I'll let you know that Harvard men's head hockey coach and Team USA World Junior assistant coach Ted Donato will join me later to talk about his team and the cancellation of the World Junior Hockey Championship. Well, there's plenty of news around ECAC hockey this week, and none of it fun. On Tuesday, Dartmouth announced that its weekend men's home games against Union and RPI were postponed because of health and safety protocols within the program. Later Tuesday, RPI announced that it was postponing its game Friday at Harvard, and St. Lawrence's games at New Hampshire and Merrimack were canceled. On the women's side, Union postponed its weekend games at Brown and Yale, and RPI won't play at Yale. And before I started taping this podcast on Thursday morning, Brown Men's Hockey announced it was postponing its games against Yale and Princeton. A bit of good news, Union will play Saturday at Harvard. The game start time has been moved up from 7 p.m. to 4 p.m. It will be Union's first game since playing Maine on December 11th, a 28-day stretch. And the Union-Dartmouth game has been rescheduled for Wednesday, January 26th. But last weekend's two-game series against UMass will not likely be rescheduled. As far as having to wait another day, Union head coach Rick Bennett said on Tuesday who he feels bad for. Well, you're disappointed for the players. Just, you know, it's a game that you're not playing on top of what just happened with the UMass series. So, you know, you're, you're, our thoughts as a coaching staff to squawk with the players. So. so, Rick Bennett, how are the players getting through this? Uh, yeah, obviously it was tough not playing last weekend, especially coming off a break. We were pretty eager to play UMass. You know, a really good team coming to our rink would have been exciting. However, it's just, uh, you know, how things are these days. Um, we're just looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, uh, obviously everyone wants to play. I mean, that's why we're here. So um, anytime stuff like this happens, it's, it's definitely disappointing, but you have to fight through it and head for next time. Yeah, not much else to say other than that. I mean, we're all excited to play. It was unfortunate that that happened, but I mean, it is what it is. There's really nothing we can do. It's kind of out of our control, so we just got to look forward. So, Rick Bennett, how are the players getting through this? Funny thing called practice. That's what's, that's what's keeping us going, and that, that's all we can do. So that's what we're doing as best as we possibly can. And, you know, the guys are in good spirits. Uh, just just of what they've gone through and they're that's kind of how we're just battling through it it's just kind of through practice Bennett discussed what concerns him about his opponent on Saturday Harvard a lot of firepower um ex, you know very good defensemen I would say so don't some would argue I guess across the country that probably the most one of the most talented you know offensive forwards going and, you know, we just have to be aware and just we've got to be smart. Like we, we better be, you know, playing above the puck and, and doing certain things that, you know, are, you know, that 
we have to buy in, I guess, to basically our system. Because if you don't, it could be a long night. Which is those forwards. Union women's head coach Josh Skiba discussed his team's postponements. Uh, yeah, we just don't have the numbers to safely compete right now. Um, so just in the best interest of all for us to, to postpone for right now. How, how frustrating is it? I mean, I was, you know, every, uh, I think the mandate was that everybody had to be vaccinated, but if you know, people are still getting, still getting it, I mean, it's just how frustrating is it? You've done everything to be safe and then it's, it's still happening. Yeah, it's, it's hard. I think it's hard for everybody, right? It's hard for the girls. I think you feel for them. I mean, anytime you have to, to postpone games or uh, delay their ability to play, you, you think about everybody, right? You want to be able to play and um, you want to see your team perform and compete. So I think, I think we're just really thankful that we've been able to practice and we're going to move ahead every day with the kids that can practice right now um, and, and work to get back to 100% health that, that we can get back into to game shape ready to go. So um, yeah, it's all we can focus on, right? It's all we can control. And, um, you know, like I said, we, we love this group. We really want to see our team compete in the second half and we really like the group that we have. So um, I'm just excited to get everybody back and, and fully healthy and ready to go. Also talking about the postponements were first-year players Emma Ebert and Sophie Masukis. You'll first hear from Ebert and then Masukis. Yeah, obviously it's super disappointing. I think um, we were all super excited to get back at it after Christmas, but it is what it is, and the safety of our team and our players and the league is obviously more important. So looking forward to playing those teams when they are postponed. So, about Sophie? I agree with Emma. It definitely sucks to have those games postponed, but at least they are postponed and we can play those teams when we have a full roster and have like a better chance of like succeeding. Later Tuesday, RPI head coach Dave Smith talked about his team's situation. Country, they went through this last year. They went through this um, where it's a day-to-day, week-to-week experience and other sports have gone through this. Um, so I, I leaned on some other guys and said, hey, how did you deal with it? What have you done? And um, I tried to share that with our players and um, I gave them the perspective. And I think this is a, a good point that when we see the news or a press release, another team is paused. What did we think? We're like, oh, okay. Their games are postponed. They're going to reschedule them. No big deal. That's what you see when other people are paused. We shouldn't overreact when we're paused. The commitment that we have to playing the a full schedule is it remains at 100%. Um, we've got to deal with the health and safety of others, and we've got to take it one day at a time. Just like Bennett, Smith is concerned for the players. Well, everything is about the players. Our, our motto is we're a player-driven environment with a relentless pursuit of excellence. So I'm, I am disappointed for the players, but it doesn't change our pursuit of excellence. It doesn't change um, what we want to accomplish. It might change the short-term agenda. It might change the long-term agenda. But right now, I, I, I want the players to, again, feel informed that's something that's very important to me is that the players are informed of everything that I'm able to share with them and our school's able to share with them. And we want this relentless pursuit of excellence. It's, uh, again, it, it's an obstacle. It's not a defining moment. 
Um, we hope it be, doesn't become a defining moment. Right now, it's just a turn in the road. Up next, I'll have my interview with Harbor men's head hockey coach, Ted Donato. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. The pro football season is here, and it's time to play the Daily Gazette You Pick'em Football Contest. Predict the winners of the weekly games via your You Pick'em online account. The fan with the most correct points each week gets his or her name in the Daily Gazette on Thursday and wins a $100 ShopRite grocery card. The fan with the most overall points after 23 weeks wins a $1,000 travel voucher and could win a trip to Hawaii. For official rules, go to dailygazette.com slash football. The You Pick a Football contest is run by the Daily Gazette Advertising Department and not associated with the Daily Gazette Sports Department. Hi, this is Harborside Hal Wafer. I'm the manager of the River Sportsbook at Rivers Casino and Resort. Now, it's always a winning bet to listen to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast. On Tuesday morning, I spoke with Harvard men's head hockey coach Ted Donato. We talked about his team and his son, Ryan Donato, who's playing for the NHL's newest team, the Seattle Kraken. We started the conversation talking about the cancellation of the World Junior Hockey Championship last Thursday in Edmonton and Red Deer, Alberta. Donato was an assistant coach for Team USA under head coach and former union head coach Nate Lehman. Here's my conversation with Ted Donato. Well, Ted, appreciate you giving me a few minutes here to talk some hockey. I uh, hope things are well and a happy new year. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Ken. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's nice uh, to be back in the United States, and it's uh, let's hope that uh, 2022 uh, is a lot simpler than uh, than the current uh, current state of of affairs and and what 21 was. Yeah, it's been a, a crazy crazy times here. Well, as you mentioned, you're back in the in the United States after what happened with the World Junior Hockey Championship. Uh, it ends up being canceled after you know several cases, including a couple of players on the U.S. team uh, having positive tests. I mean, did the IIHF really mess this whole thing up? Because you know, last year you guys went through the bubble in Edmonton, everything went well. This time, no bubble, and then it was just chaos. Yeah, I think there was there was uh, there was there was remnants of a bubble, but not not a truly you know. Uh, airtight uh, bubble like there was last year, and you know what? I, 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 you know, I have mixed feelings on it. There's, there was certainly some things that um, could have been done better or differently, um, but I, but I also, you know, it, it, it appears to me that the, you know, this thing is so contagious that you know it's very very difficult to to stop it, um, and and you know everybody's trying to figure out, you know what could have been done differently. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just heartbreaking knowing the, the lifetime opportunity that, you know, that these, uh, kids had to play and represent their country on the world stage. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was tough. It was, you know, really, uh, you know, disappointing and frustrating. And, and, you know, I, I think that, uh, for me, yes, things could have been handled, uh, in a better way, uh, I'm not uh, entirely convinced that it would have necessarily made all that much difference, though. Yeah. Now, were you guys in Red Deer, or were you guys staying in Edmonton? Because I know that. Was, so that we, was... we were in Red Deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, you know, both places had issues. Uh, 
Um, and, and when it was all said and done, which was kind of after, uh, the aftermath, so it didn't really receive as much attention, but, um, you know, there were, I think Sweden had a few cases. Uh, so the game that we were supposed to play that night, you know, they would have had a forfeit to us. Um, and, you know, and then Canada had some few, a few cases, you know, and then, and then also, uh, you know, I think there was a handful of referees, that also had it. So there was, you know, there, there was a lot more uh, holes in the bucket <laughs> leaking water than, uh, than, than maybe everybody, you know, first thought. Yeah, because I saw a tweet afterwards, after it was canceled, maybe a day later from the uh, IIHF that's saying there were other positive cases. And I know people prior to that on social media, I don't know if you're on social media or not, but, uh, you know, people complaining, oh, they canceled the tournament because of four cases. Well, it turns out, as we found out, what happened. But it's just, I mean, as you mentioned, it's disappointing for the kids, especially uh, the United States is defending gold medal champions. I mean, did, you, did this team have a shot at repeating? I think so. I think, um, you know, there was, you know, a- there was a lot of good teams. Uh, I think the Slovakia team, you know, surprised uh, a lot of people with how, you know, how talented they were. They, you know, they, they gave us all we could handle and, and, you know, gave Sweden all they could handle and end up on the wrong side of the score in both games. But, uh, you know, Russia is, is it was a team that, you know, usually kind of puts it together in the tournament and, and, you know, and, and Finland, you know, year in, year out is, uh, you know, and, and once you get into that crossover is, you know, it's going to, it's going to be really tough. And then Canada, you know, obviously, um, you know, was a very talented group and, you know, had a, had a really good mix, but, you know, having said all that, I think, uh, as a group, we were pretty confident that, you know, that we had a chance to get it done. You know, we had, uh, we were coming together pretty well. We, we felt like we had some really high end difference makers and, uh, and, and as a group, I think there was a, you know, a, a good amount of chemistry and camaraderie. And, you know, we, we felt the pieces were coming together uh, as a staff. And it's just it's just heartbreaking to, you know, to see all uh, those hopes and dreams, uh, you know, of, of the players, you know, be kind of washed away. Do you, Would you like to see um, a chance to see uh, games at this tournament uh, maybe – picked up in the summertime can that be possible yeah it's 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 uh it's a lot more challenging i think than you know than uh than the simple idea of just being able to move it uh you know i think you have you know you have the draft you have kids uh you know um you know moving on um you know to to different opportunities um yeah you know i think in a perfect world we'd find a way to you know, to, to make it happen. Um, but, but I do think there are a lot of challenges, uh, that, you know, make it, make it, uh, difficult. Some of these, you know, some of these countries don't play, you know, as much hockey in the summer. You'd have to, you know, I think it would be, there'd be a lot of moving parts, um, you know, for the, the good of, you know, uh, you know, these kids, you know, I'd love, I'd love for them to see, you know, see him find a way, but I think there are a lot of challenges. How much fun, I know you've coached against Nate Lehman when he coached at Union, and obviously now at Providence. How much fun was it to work with him uh, with, with Team USA? Yeah, I think it was great. I mean, um, you know, I, I obviously had the chance to, you know, coach against Nate when he was at Union and, and, and Providence, uh, you know, currently, and, you know, even, 
even when I was a player way back when Nate was an assistant, uh, you know, and I, I had skated a couple times, you know, with he and Ronnie Ralston working for Mark Mazzolini. Uh, so I, I have a great amount of respect for, for Nate. Uh, he brings a lot of energy and he, you know, and he, and he works really hard, uh, to give his players the, you know, uh, the, the best opportunity. So it was a lot of fun. I think there was a good, uh, chemistry between the, the coaching staff. Uh, Chris Mayotte was great as well. And, and, and Steve Miller. So, uh, you know, I think last year, um, you know, winning it, you know, certainly cemented a, a real good chemistry, uh, between the coaching staff. And, uh, you know, I think Nate had, had done, uh, an excellent job to really put all the pieces in, in together to, to give ourselves a chance to, to compete again for, for our goals. Yeah. Well, your team, uh, Harvard, was one of six Ivy League schools, and of course, uh, also with the Union RPI that sat out last season because of the pandemic. Uh, how, uh, how how tough was it get to get back after a year off uh, with the players and maybe yeah, having not played? And, uh, and was there some rust early on? Yeah, it was a challenge. Uh, I, I think there was there was two sides of it. I mean, obviously for us, we had you know, in essence, two classes that have never played college hockey. Um, you know, and then you add in the fact that, you know, we had some guys that uh, chose to, to you know, to uh, start their professional career, you know, uh, last year, you know, in lieu of no, of games for us. So, uh, so it was definitely challenging um, in that regard. But I think the flip side of that was there also was uh, an excitement and an energy, you know, for the guys to be back on campus and, and, you know, and together and have things be more normal than they were the year before. So, um, you know, it's been, it's been a little bit of a balancing act for us. Um, you know, you add in being off for a year, you know, coupled with, you know, um, the normal, you know, late, late start of games. And it, it, it definitely, uh, created some, you know, challenges, but, uh, but I, but I do think as a group, we, uh, you know, we've made some some really good strides, and it's it's a fun fun group of kids that are working hard, and uh, you know we're we're excited to see where we can uh, hopefully uh, take this in, in the second half here. Yeah, obviously we're you know still dealing with the pandemic. You're scheduled to play Union this weekend. Union had games uh, last weekend against UMass postponed. Have you had a chance to uh, watch any video of Union? Yeah, I've seen the play a couple times. Um, you know, earlier in the year, um, you know, and, uh, you know, we're just kind of getting through a lot more, uh, you know, of their video kind of now because, uh, one for me, I was, I was away at the world juniors and, and, you know, and two, we played Connecticut on, on Sunday, but, uh, you know, it looks like a team that, uh, you know, is, is really on the uptick and is, and is, you know, and has improved throughout the year. I think, uh, you know, Rick does a, an amazing job, uh, with his teams. I think they're, they're always tough to play against and, and they, you know, they throw a lot of different looks at you and, and their compete level is always, you know, at, at the highest end. So, you know, we, we were excited. I think uh, a team like Union forces you to play at a level. Uh, that's really good for you, you know, for your team's development. And uh, it, it, you know, I think that uh, you know, would, you know, we're looking forward to that challenge with Union. Yeah. Final question for you, Ted. Uh, your son Ryan Donato is uh, playing with the expansion Seattle Kraken. How is he enjoying life out in the uh, Pacific Northwest? 
he loves it. It's been it's been a great experience. Uh, you know, they they have uh, you know really fine tuned uh, organizational structure there uh, with a, with a lot of you know really great people. The the you know the fan support has been amazing. The you know the facilities there are you know first class plus uh, you know both their practice facility and their and their game rank uh, and it's a great place to uh, you know to be to be a professional athlete. Uh, you know Seattle is uh, is a great city right on the water and you know and, and uh, you know their fans uh, whether it's Major League Soccer or the Seattle Seahawks or the Mariners uh, are known to be. You know, uh, you know some of the best fans in all, of, you know all of pro sports. So it, it's been a really great experience for him. Um, and there's something to be said for you know being there in the first year of a of a franchise and and everybody starting on the same page and having uh, everybody going through all the the nuances of uh, being in a you know a new city. So it's uh, it's been a, a great experience so far. Well, Ted, I appreciate a few minutes. Uh, we obviously hopefully see you at the end of February when uh, you guys come to uh, mess the rink if everything uh, goes according to plan with this pandemic. Well, thanks, Ken. We're looking forward to it. Uh, you know, we're, uh, we're really hoping that uh, we can get as much hockey in here as possible. You can participate in the ECAC Hockey Faceoff Selections. I post my picks every Wednesday. You can email your picks to me at shot. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at DailyGazette.com. You can also email me your questions or comments about the podcast. Or if you have college hockey questions, that's shot at DailyGazette.com. I'll be happy to answer them. And that will do it for this college hockey edition of the podcast. I would like to thank Ted Donato for coming on the show. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette newspapers. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of Gazette newspapers, I'm Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good hockey.